welcome back to Murder Blows. Today's episode, we get to go back on the ghost train, if you know what I mean. It is about a adventure that Violet and I took a couple of years ago where we may or may not have seen some ghosts, but I'll let you listen to Violet tell you instead of me, because she does a way better job at it. I'm not going to spoil anything. Anyway, my name is Sasha, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Cody, Maisie, and Violet. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> It would be weird if Violet wasn't on the episode as she is the one telling the story, but uh, weirder things have happened. Not this intro music. Bye! going sasha how are you i got a lot of survivor's guilt oh it's cool it's fine i'm sorry it's okay is it just like everywhere around you uh no like i've not even seen anything other than pictures like i don't know it's just wild um like today, there was a like the the brewery that I took you guys to. Yeah, that we walked to. You could see someone someone's nest camera had captured like the tornado pass by, and so like you can see it just like pass by our neighborhood. And I was like, what? So it was like so close, and luckily so far. And I think I'm just living in that the space thing where I'm like. Could have been me. Yeah. But it John, wasn't. John sent me the link that was like, there's tornadoes in Nashville. And the first thing I did was check yours and Violet's Twitter because I know you guys are always there first. And, and the Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear that you guys are all okay. Did, yeah. did they give y'all any warning? I had a minute and a half. <laughs> no. uh Oh, my God. That's what yeah, I Yeah, we the tornado air sirens went off and i was like that's so weird it was only supposed to thunderstorm tonight to give you an idea metro nashville's air sirens are wrong so many times and once you trigger the warning you can't turn it off so like they'll be like warning until three in the afternoon but if it's like one twenty-five and there's not a, an alert anymore it'll just keep going oh um so they're fixing them, but they're not fixed yet. And so we woke up to those, which was great. And I was like, that's super weird. Check my phone for the weather Twitter that I follow. And they were like, go undercover now. <laughs> like, now, now, now. And we were like, do, do, do. And we walked into, we, t we went into the upstairs closet, which was the dumbest thing. But it was like the option we had. Mm -hmm. And so there's uh, three cats, a dog, and two human beings in my walk-in closet. Which Stiff is another person, so you have He <laughs> does weigh almost as much as I do now. <laughs> oh, God. He put on 15 pounds. He's going for it. Yeah, buddy. Um, but yeah, so, and we waited, and it was fine. And we tried to go Did back to Did you hear anything weird when you were waiting? Did you hear anything crazy? Like it was so loud. <laughs> mm. So loud. But it sounded like you would imagine wind would sound like in a tin can, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. it was super hollow, oh, and it was just like, it was so weird. And I was like, 
I so you had know. like no idea if it was actually outside or not because it was so no. loud. Yeah. Do you have a tin roof? Mm-mm. Hmm. No. We did, and I slept through the whole thing. That's insane. Nice. Like literally, <laughs> I woke up and I was like, "Oh wow, there's a tornado warning till one in the morning," and Eric was like, "You didn't hear any of that." <laughs> Not a drop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this, Eric. That's doesn't think crazy. so. But I think we had the window open for a chunk of the night, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says no, but I'm pretty sure. I like yeah. how you say don't quote me on that as if anyone can bring up a critical yeah. data that can prove you <laughs> yeah. wrong. On November 22nd. Um, and we do have a like, tin roof. Did I say that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm looping. Okay, cool. Welcome to my timeline. Great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Don't quote me on it. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are safe, though. Uh, speaking of the tornadoes, we're recording, right? Yeah. Me too. Party hard. I have information. Yeah. Um. So if... The oh my gosh, my brain. Uh, the unfortunately, the death count of the people affected is still going up, and the missing list is crazy. Oh no! And uh, they were talking about on 107.5 The River, um, that uh, this also affected like a huge chunk of the homeless population. Oh, mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah, I mean, because it's like tent city in Nashville, in essence, you know. Um, but uh the Preds are doing a really cool thing. They were at uh Bridgestone Arena all day uh yesterday, um, just handing out pizza to people who needed some food and some Bless comfort. Um, <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, I'm not a Preds fan, but that's really rad. Um <clears throat> you can I also am, that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, you can also uh, text relief twenty twenty to four one four 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 for information on how to donate to the people affected. The American Red Cross is taking donations, and then uh, wkrn dot com uh, has a bunch of uh, lists of like places to donate and how to help and everything. I just typed how to help Nashville tornado in the search bar on their website, and it pulled up. So, yeah. You can also go to Hands On Nashville to figure out where to take item donations. They have a money donation link, and they also have a volunteer sign-up sheet. This is something that, like, I didn't realize, but, like, Jared and I were like, yeah, we're ready to volunteer. Let's, you know, go help people. And apparently they've got to do, like, their survey, their damage surveys first. And so, like, you can't go volunteer right away. So they're expecting, like, mass cleanup efforts to start kicking up. As the week winds down and into the weekend, so also get this on the volunteer on a, list. Hell yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, on a much smaller scale, I guess not smaller scale. I don't want to denote anyone's uh devastation through the storms, but one of my favorite spots in Nashville, um, the Soda Parlor. Yes. Uh, oh my which god. Is built, all that. I know by uh, a YouTuber named Olin Rogers. It's demolished and it got no. looted today. <gasps> yeah. Um, I think he is still taking uh, donations on GoFundMe. It's on his Twitter. It's just at Olin Rogers, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like I said, small little thing, but it was just always one of my favorite was places like to go. A lot of like 
small up and coming businesses that got affected in that area. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Easy. That's the part. It's not changed. Yeah. That's the part that was like I was like, oh my God, I think that's the part of Nashville that like they're trying to improve by opening small mm-hmm. businesses and like mm-hmm. these Germantown. People, oh, Germantown especially. Oh, yeah. And now they're just gonna have to wait for insurance company money, which isn't gonna come easy. Especially oh. when it's not just one place, it's every, all of them. And now they have to figure out like how to pay their bills while not having their doors open. And um, yeah. if their houses got destroyed too, then that's like a double whammy of. For sure. Um, yeah. but it- and to clarify, the soda parlor GoFundMe is for their employees because they mm-hmm. can't right. employ them right now. Exactly. So. And they can't pay them because they're not open. Mm -hmm. yeah it was super cool so if you know of any small businesses looking to do that uh send us their gofundmes and we'll gladly retweet them and um even donate yeah yeah my friend has been working on opening a brewery for as long as i've known him so like at least five years and he literally got his brew permit like this weekend mm. and a tornado destroyed his building on Tuesday. No <laughs> like, way. It's so uh. fucked up. I feel so bad for him. He's been like, like I, I, I don't know how to like, do I ask him if he wants to go fund me? Because surely we could like get him off the ground and running again. Cause that's so shitty. Like his first, you know, his first space fell through, like his rent, his landlord was an ass. He couldn't change anything. And like his, he got this building, and it didn't have a power, uh, power transformer capable of like handling the power to the building. So he had to get that installed, and it took forever. Oh and like, my god! He just now got his permits to brew. <laughs> so it's like so messed up. Yeah, I don't think it's shitty at all. Um, hell, I'd throw a damn GoFundMe party. We can just dress up in cosplay and serve beer and take donations. Let's do it. I'm, I'm down. I'm ready. Let me help you. (laughs) Sounds like fun. But, I mean, this community is just unbelievably incredible. Oh, Uh, yeah. Tennessee is the best when it comes to, like, helping each other. Like, and it happened on voting day, and then nobody cares about, like, that. They're just like, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. It's a volunteer yeah, hands on Nashville's website crashed because of the number of people trying to sign up to volunteer. Oh my gosh. Um, it's just, it's like insane. I don't know. I'm so grateful and terrified, but grateful mostly. Well, thanks for that information on how to help. As someone that doesn't live in the state, I was like, fuck, like, can I check Twitter fast enough? Like, well, I mean, someone who lives here, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I go and pick up? stuff like who needs yeah. help? what can i do i can <laughs> yeah. organize people i'm really good at planning <laughs> except do you a spreadsheet <laughs> i mean you would laugh at how many volunteer opportunities i go to and i make a spreadsheet and i'm like see you needed it you needed it I told now you everyone so. knows what they're doing <laughs> oh man crazy how's everyone else's week yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fine. Uh, let's see. Nothing crazy happened. Oh, we got a car. Oh. We oh, had, yeah. We had Wait. a car. We sold it. Because we, we bought a brand new car, our first car out here. Because mm-hmm. there's no sales tax, even on cars. And so we're like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do it. 
And uh, yeah, but we didn't use it enough. In three years, we put 20,000 miles on it. We That's used, cute. <laughs> right? Like we use it on the weekends only, essentially. Uh-huh. And for the past, I don't know, like seven months, we haven't had a car. But we've used like car sharing services and Lyft. Mm-hmm. And between the car sharing services and Lyft, it, we were paying just as much as we were to have our own car. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, we decided to just cave in. We bought a car. It's used. It's a 2015 Subaru Forester. So now we're officially Yay, Pacific North. People. Yeah, Pacific Northwesterners. We got a Subaru with a dog in the back. Yes. Uh, it literally looks like every other car parked on the street, so that makes me feel better about parking it in the street. <laughs> and, yeah, I love it. And John's mad he didn't get a truck, but... No, Subarus are better. Not not, not at this time in our life are we ready for a truck. <laughs> but, yeah. Yay, debt! <laughs> yeah, I feel that. We had opposite weeks, Maisie. My car is a pile of shit. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. See, with with one door closes. Oh, and I'm quitting my job. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so scary. Look at us go. Look at us go. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. I was like, well, my car failed emissions, and I'm quitting my job. Did you turn um, in your notice? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're so lucky I did, but. But it's pretty it's pretty good. I'm practically useless now because no one wants to like give me responsibility. Like I was so shocked when my boss was like, Do you want to? And I was like, Oh, okay. He's like, No, I need barriers set up. And I was like, Okay, yeah, I can move barrier poles tight. But yeah, no one wants to give me responsibility, which is good. Cause I don't want it. Give me the hell out of here. Minimum effort in. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing next? Um, no, I'm looking into like bartending and baristaing again. Yeah. Um, let me know if yeah. you need a reference. Put me yeah, down. Right? <laughs> um, definitely. Cause I don't know. I just, I don't know. Ugh, ugh. I just can't, can't figure out what I want to do, but I miss, I miss feeling good at something. Yeah. I don't feel good at my job. I'm constantly told how awful I am. At, like, the one aspect I hate of my job that I don't want to be good at. So, no shit, I'm not good at it. So, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'd rather just be good at all aspects, you know? Yeah, definitely. So. You're going to put your time and energy into something. It needs to it needs to give you something back. Yeah, exactly. And, like, for the money I'm making there, it's just not worth, like, coming home and crying and, like, being depressed all the time and just wanting to sleep all the time. Yeah. I'm just over it. So plus I feel like the other stuff is not to insult anything. Cause I've done it for years and I'm going back to it probably, probably, but like, it's more like mind numbing. Like it doesn't require an obscene amount of thought, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Like I can just go, 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 go home and write articles. I, I spilled that tea, right? No. Yeah. I I heard I saw on something. Oh, on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm writing articles for a website now. What? Yes, my first what? article went up on February twenty fourth. I think it was, it was a- extremely well written. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. 
I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm doing my first interview for the website, my first review for the website. Um, and they're both exclusives. And then I have like a, we do a themed month that I'm writing an article. Um, I think I'm going to write an article on um, horror that's not horror, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's about Lars von Trier, who's like a crazy fucking director. He did those nymphomaniac movies and oh God, Antichrist and yeah, he's a mess. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Sign myself up for like 10 hours of just violent shock porn. I'm excited about it though. Yeah, um, I was like, you love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew you were like trying to write, but I didn't know you were like posted somewhere already. That's awesome. Definitely quit your job and become a barista and then just <laughs> yeah. just write for fun. For sure. I'm very excited about it. I love the website that I'm writing for. Um and okay, I hope none of them listen to this website because I don't want any of them or this podcast, not this website, but I don't want any of them to think that I attributed to this, but uh, our like viewership and everything has gone up like 13%. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I did don't... refresh the page like <laughs> keep it 35 up. <laughs> times that day. <laughs> and then like another article went up and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's so yeah, they, mad. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah, they, uh, Oh, where my words just like, oh, they were all talking to me. They all have like a group chat and they were like, whoa, newbie's article got three comments on it. Oh my gosh, congratulations. And I was like, I don't have the balls to tell you. I know two of them for sure. <laughs> hey, but number three huh? is a mystery. Yeah, which is weird. They were like, we never get comments. How exciting. And I was like, oh, I know them. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here to support you. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. If it's helping the website. But yeah, so that's I'm going to go click some things on the website. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said I'm going to go quit. And I was like, Sasha just quits her job. Oh, no. No, Sasha, I need more planning. Uh, <laughs> out. It's when it's okay for Violet to do it without planning, but it's not okay for me to do it without planning. No, it's, nope. I feel like you're more... Um, financially secure than I am so it's way more okay for you <laughs> you could plan yourself into another job wait what's the site called oh it's uh, horrorbound.net that's horror and then bound as in you know horrorbound um, <laughs> that was you so know. pure my brain went to like BDSM and Sasha goes homeward bound <laughs> I love that movie. Me too. Uh, for Stop. clarification, I was on the wrong website. That horror, that that Mars Attacks one isn't. Oh, on it. So points for horrorbound.net. I mean, I love Mars Attacks, but <laughs> that is the movie from childhood that fucked me up. I watch it now, and I'm like, this was not a scary movie. But does anyone have movies that like they watched as a child, and they were like, wow, this is haunting and then they watch an adult and they're like oh, damn it i'm dumb arachnophobia i love that movie <laughs> oh yes john goodman is so funny in it it was terrifying when i was little though yeah oh yeah i mean because you know, in your little kid mind like giant spiders now exist everywhere <laughs> every spider is gonna be giant eight like a freak style in the popcorn bowl yes <laughs> 
I'm never eating popcorn from a bowl ever again. <laughs> Just popcorn <laughs> boxes for me. Yep. I take it straight from the bag. Straight from the bag. At least if there's a spider in there, he got microwaved. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Gross. He got burnt. I think mine was Die Hard. I was really scared of Die Hard when I was wild. <laughs> I know. I couldn't. I don't know what it was. I just Die Hard and RoboCop. I was terrified of RoboCop. RoboCop was the pinnacle of it. Yeah. The the ones that scared me, we would watch in elementary school, were like the Tales from the Crypt. Oh, I love. Yeah, yeah. I could see that though. They're like. They're designed to to spookily you. Yeah. <laughs> when you're little, though, they're terrifying. Oh, yeah. Is it your night, Violet? It is. I wasn't sure if that was, like, a good segue. It's not, though, <laughs> because we haven't talked about freaking blank slate labs and Arcadian grooming. And Ooh. that's way, that's one of the staples of this podcast. You know, I've been branching out, trying to listen to some other podcasts this week. Um. Or last week, I guess. A little bit of both, I guess. Um, And their ads suck. It just, like, stops dead in the middle of these interviews. And they're like, with Talkspace, you can get online therapy. Like, blah, 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 blah. Wow, like, that's you know, Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, enter ritual. Yeah. Uh, with purple, you can have a great night's sleep every night. Are you making dinner? Try making dinner with Blue Apron. Or Hungry Chef. Or <laughs> We are not sponsored by any of these mentioned. <laughs> I, not that that's off the table. I'm just saying if that's something that you guys would be interested. Our, our uh, ads for you won't sound like that. <laughs> we did not read from a script. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The script is in our hearts, and it's moisturized by all the products we use. <laughs> but you can read the labels, and that's what's important. These materials are things that you use in your everyday life, and they serve a beauty purpose. And it's so- great. They're combined. They're amazing. And support small businesses and not giant corporations. Yes. True that. Mm-hmm. So over... I, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm so over big corporations. And I was like, wonder what I need at Walmart this weekend. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it's just toiletries I don't need, I assure you that. Um, but no, uh, seriously, I'm, I've am i been just a constant spokesperson. Um, I bring the grapeseed balm with me to work. And every, every time some poor ass bitch not like poor like financially because i'm also a poor ass bitch um like in their heart they're a little poor uh they're like my hands are cracked i'm like well you were so lucky that i just have the greatest product on the fucking planet for that and they're like i ordered three bottles i oh my gosh what can i'm like oh yeah even my deskmate knows the code she's like yeah if you use uh, code murder blows all caps. You get fifteen percent off. I'm like, you get know. it, get it. Yeah, I don't even have to say. She doesn't even have to be like, hey, can I use the balm? I just slide it over to her like a like a cool bartender in a movie. <laughs> Looks like a Pepsi commercial. I took the scruffy hands to work by Arcadian. People ate that shit up. Literally, not literally. <laughs> no, you can't eat it. I was like, are they? You could, but you don't. You shouldn't. 
Allie wouldn't want you to. But we're just saying that it wouldn't kill you. Because you can pronounce all the ingredients. But just don't do it. Sorry, Allie. I've been eating the lip scrub (laughs) since I got it. (laughs) Essential oils can make your belly hurt. (laughs) You shouldn't. That's right. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. you can pronounce it all. But, you know, little tongue accidentally peeks out and gets a little that <laughs> brown sugar on your lips, a little, little what? Um, not going to kill you. You're fine. You're great. Study show. <laughs> You're going to make it. my pilot. <laughs> um, yeah, but these two companies are Blank Slate Labs and Arcadian Grooming. And if you've listened to us before, we've talked about them since day one because they are the best and we love them the most. Um, yeah, Arcadian Grooming is like They've got hair products, they have beard oils, they have a grape seed balm, which is like, it looks like seeds when you take it out of the jar and then you rub it on your skin for 0.2 seconds and it kind of melts like butter. It's so good. It's very hydrating. I love that shit. Um, We have like clay pomade, which my partner uses every single day on his hair. Uh, They have a conditioning cream that's like made for beards and the skin on your face around the beard to kind of like help any irritation but Sasha mentioned using it before bed and I've used it before bed ever since she brought that up and I don't have a beard so these are products for anyone and they're great um their sister company is Blank Slate Labs and they have mostly skincare um they make a uni oil that I use every single day and I need to get more of and they have the lip scrub that Violet just talked about that she likes to eat but we don't condone eating it it's really great all of it's really great. They got a coffee scrub. You just like it's it's about to be summer. If you're like me, your skin's probably dry. Just give a little extra attention and you can use code murderbowls at both sites. There you go. Heck yeah. For fifty percent off. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Another great thing is that while they don't have a product for everything yet, still holding out hope for like a moisturizer and a dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie hint hint. But um, they these products play super well with other products. So you, if you watch a lot of makeup tutorials, not that I have ever put on makeup like for more than one day in a row in my life, um, but you'll notice like some products just don't play well. So like we've been sampling a product that I can't say anything about, but like it works with my other products and it doesn't get mad and it doesn't separate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I can moisturize with the conditioning cream. And then put on, like, my primer and everything is kosher. It's, like, super great that the products are simple and effective and just great to use. They're the best. You know what else is great to use? Your ears to listen to the snack pack. Oh, good one. (laughs) So I binged it this weekend. Um... (laughs) Because, and I'm I'm addicted. My new bucket list <laughs> item is to get on the snack pack. We, I yeah. want a guest so bad. As soon as the coronavirus is over, I'm flying to Portland. Yay! Um, I thought, so I'm not into ASMR at all. <laughs> and I thought, like, the eating thing would bug me. I don't even notice it, honestly, unless you're, like, listen to this chip crunch. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. That's great. Um <laughs> But the Reese's episode, oh, so many fun facts, <laughs> so many things I didn't know about food um, and peanut butter, and I don't know. I just, 
It's brilliant. I'm Can't so... wait till you guys eat pre- instant ramen. Oh, you know what? Maybe that... We'll talk. Mm. We'll talk. Uh, yeah, it's it's really a lot of fun. There's a couple of episodes when we first started that uh, we left. We all wanted to die. Like, because we oh, were... No. Like, the Halloween candy one, we had so much sugar. Oh, okay, I get we it. I like, thought you meant oh. about the quality of the podcast. I'm no, like, no, no, oh, no. It's great. <laughs> no, we've gotten used to snacking, though, is what I'm getting at, essentially. Mm. Like, this newest episode, I think it's episode nine, we did Ruffles. And I was like, oh, my God, I could do this 12 more times. This was easy. So we're just trying to come up with good ideas. We got a couple of things up our sleeve. Um, Natalie, whose idea it was, this is her baby. Uh, she's so, she's so good. She's so smart. She's one of those people that was like, I love going to school. I'm going to go back. And I'm like, you're insane. Leah, why? She's a brain with legs and I love her dearly. And I'm so glad people are enjoying the snack pack because it's just, it's a fun um, alternative to just always taking in like true crime. <laughs> so true. So Natalie yeah. does sound a little bit like you though. Mm, I can see and, that. And it gets confusing, but then you talk and I'm like, oh no, that was not Maisie this whole time. That was Maisie that just talked. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I do the least amount of talking. Um yeah. I'm I'm basically the Steven <laughs> on that show. But uh it's so funny though because Natalie we all work together but Natalie and I actually look pretty similar, and so coworkers call us each other's names. And oh, we're like, Paul did in that oh. episode. Yeah, he did. I don't even remember that. That was funny. so funny. Paul. He was like, "Yeah, Maisie, you're totally damn it, Natalie." No. And I was like, hey, hey. "That was so funny. funny." He did it in real life too, like yesterday. Um, but yeah, the snack pack is great. You can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah, Apple, Spotify. Pretty sure there's a link in the description below. Ooh, thank you. Or on the side or wherever the description goes in your app. I have no idea. They're I just different. found it in the app that I use. They're all different. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Thanks. What else is different, Violet? Okay, so it's actually not different at all because I'm continuing my series of the most haunted places in Middle Tennessee. I think that's what I called it. Maybe. I don't know. It's part two, but it's not about the Ryman. Yay, hauntings. Yes. Um, did I spoil it last time what I was gonna do? I don't know. I, don't I think you said something and you're like, I'm gonna do that later. And we were like, what? Oh yeah. So tonight I'm gonna tell you about the Bell Witch Cave. Oh my god, yeah. No. Um this one I hold near and dear to my heart because I it was my dream vacation ever since I was seven years old. A little seven year old Violet. That was Bela. Sorry, she's having a fit. Can you guys hear? She's scared of ghosts. Is she getting along <laughs> with Boris now? God no. Um oh, no. <laughs> she's a menace. He hates everything. He just wants to I don't know. He's just so reserved now. But he's sitting next to me. He's being such a good podcat. And Scout's a good pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're monsters, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways, this is not a dunk on my cat podcast. Um, (laughs) um, So, uh, yeah, I wanted to go to this cave five ever. And I finally got the opportunity to a couple years ago. um, And... I'm so sorry if anyone, no, there's no way. I hated it. I was miserable. 
not miserable. My friends made it fun. Sasha. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually got to go to the cave and it was a pretty like bad experience as far as bang for my buck in essence. Um, I did I potentially, oh, go ahead. If it wasn't advertised as a fest, yeah, I would have been fine. Mm. But those bitches were like, come to the Bell Witch Festival. Yeah. So I was like, tight. Yes, absolutely. Love a good spooky time. That is where I live my life when I'm not wearing all pink. Um, like a happy spooky time. Like I was envisioning like caramel apples and some scarecrows and maybe some pumpkins. But there, it's literally nothing was different. No. In fact, when I asked the guy that owns the land in the cave, um, if you've ever been to the cave, you know, he's a super tall guy wearing overalls. He was featured on the episode on Ghost Adventures. Um, our boy, Zach Bagans. What up? Um, he probably wasn't <laughs> yelling at his granddaughter who was skipping school, bro. <laughs> About her perfect attendance. Um yeah, and when I asked him, I said, oh, your website advertised a Bell Witch Festival. He's like, what, do you want concessions or something? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm set. <laughs> I was hoping for, like, a apple cider or something, but it's fine. Um, also, don't do the house tour. Um, it's rebuilt, and I don't know if it's just because we got the granddaughter with uh, perfect attendance issues. Um <laughs> But uh, she just walked us through the house and sat us down in different rooms and said, don't ask questions, and played a CD uh, of a person telling the story. So she was, like, carrying a boombox and just... And the room was, like, filled with, like, not creepy mannequins, which is hard to do, but it was not creepy in the slightest. It was so hard not to laugh through the whole thing. Um yeah, the best story that came out of that was um, Jeremiah and I, which is Sasha's husband, uh, tricking her into thinking that we took a rock from the cave. <laughs> that was it. They say don't take rocks because your life will be awful. Um, we didn't take a rock. <laughs> My life still is not great, but I'm sure not as bad as people who take rocks from the it cave. It has nothing to do with the rock. <laughs> no rock no rock involved no Dwayne the Rock Johnson um that, that it sucked though yeah it was really like I I mean I had fun in the cave um and I had fun spending time with my friends but mm -hmm. like I wouldn't go again did you pay money oh yeah like <gasps> yeah I think it was $35 a ticket 25 a ticket what? yeah it was... gonna... okay you're gonna tell us about it wow that's yeah stupid um now i have to say that like over the years uh I've, I've talked about it several times on the podcast i'm a pretty big skeptic but i'm also the skeptic that like if a music box starts playing on its own in the house i'm like oh my god it's haunted um <laughs> for at least 15 minutes um also when i went through the cave um i did catch something weird on my phone uh i was the only one which was strange i don't know what it could have been it was very odd it was just a light but i was the only one catching it um i don't think it was a ghost or anything but it also whenever i would try and take a picture of it it wasn't there so that was odd but that was the only like spooky thing but the girl that did our tour in the cave was way different um than the attendance ridden granddaughter uh and she was awesome they needed to promote her she could run a bell witch fest for show 
Um, so I took my notes kind of differently uh, this time uh, because I did it at work. Um, <laughs> and instead of like writing out a beautifully written thing, I was just going to take notes because there's so much about the Bell Witch Cave. I don't even think I got it all. Um, but my sources are bellwitchcave.com, uh, bellwitch.org, uh, atlasobscura.com, and, of course, Wikipedia. Surprise, surprise. Uh, there's also a bunch of really bad movies you can watch on it. Uh, I think one is called An American Haunting with Donald Sutherland. Um, it's awful. Um, let's see. American Haunting. I think one is just called, like, The Bell Witch Story or The Bell Witch Cave. And then there was one called The Bell Witch Haunting, which is a found footage movie, which is probably the furthest from accurate. Not that any of these adaptations are accurate, but wild. <laughs> um, okay, so our story really focuses on John Bell, who owned the land. He was born uh, unknown in, in 1750 in Edgecombe County, North Carolina. Um, he was an apprentice barrel maker that pursued a career in farming, and then he bought farmland in Adams, Tennessee in 1804, um, sometime during the winter. He married Lucy Williams uh, about 20 years prior in 1782, and um, they uh, packed up their bags after he bought the farm and settled in an area called the Barren Plains um, in northwest Robertson County, uh, Tennessee, OBS. Um, the farm was 320 acres um, and it laid along the Red River. Um, John became a deacon of the Red River Baptist Church, which should be your first red flag. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no shade to deacons, I guess. Um, in the summer of 1817, uh, John Bell witnessed an apparition of a dog on his property. He shot at it like a douche, um, but it disappeared into thin air. Um, his son, these are all like, uh, just little instances that occurred during, uh, these next couple of years. Uh, their son, Drew Bell, climbed to a bird uh, perched on a fence that was extraordinary in size, but when he got close to the bird, it disappeared as well. Uh, it's probably a bald eagle. I don't know. Maybe. Bald eagles are big, right? Um, Betsy Bell, who was their daughter, uh, saw a little girl in a green dress swinging from the limb of an oak tree. Um, let's see. Uh, Dean, uh, who was a slave of the Bell family, claimed to be followed uh, constantly on the property by a large black dog, um, much like the one that John Bell witnessed earlier and shot at. Uh, so, are these essence, animals just paying hide and seek? Yeah, I think so. I think the Bell family has just never seen an animal and they're just shook by it. <laughs> they keep running away. I can't shoot them. Um, so the family begins hearing, like, hold on, let me backtrack. Um, some of the odd occurrences that were a little smaller started out with, like, uh, hearing knocking sounds in the walls. Um, they could have sworn that they could hear rats chewing on their bedposts and then chains being drugged through the house across the wooden floors. Um, and then it escalated to the sound of, like, large stones being dropped on the wooden floors and then this is weird too this is the one that i think would shake me up the most because like any loud bang i'm always like oh i don't know a, a tree limb 
something fell and I just can't find it. Um, but a lot of them would hear gulping, gasping, and choking sounds in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, super weird. Something um, about gulping just hits different, you know? <laughs> yeah, like I've never heard a ghost gulp. Um, well, I guess I've never heard much of ghosts. <laughs> also, what's the ghost drinking? <laughs> ghost in? I, I always picture like Scooby-Doo gulp, you know? Like, mm -hmm. raw, raw, uh, what it really is, is John just had sleep apnea and was scaring himself in his sleep. Hearing himself breathe? Yeah. And he's like, a dog! Yeah, I don't know the dog's sleep apnea correlation, but it's there. We're gonna learn. Gonna learn. Um, <laughs> uh, man, my brain, Eric jumped in and scared me. I don't know if you heard the boob. <laughs> I got startled. Um, uh, so things continued for about a year until Betsy began getting her hair pulled, her face slapped, and even reported pins being stuck into her. Um, and then I, I don't know. Like I said, this case is very odd. Believe what you will. But I find it very convenient that, you know, Betsy was like, wow, I'm being like slapped and like, my hair is being pulled, pins put in me. And then her dad was like, oh, yeah, well, my jaw is numb. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. <laughs> I'm sure that's not how it went. But, um, yeah, he started experiencing a paralysis in his mouth. I don't know. I think he's just hitting the, the epicac a little too hard. Was <laughs> epicac a thing back in the 1800s? Oh, probably. What else did they have? Oh, I'm sure. Gin. Gin and Epicac. Moonshine. <laughs> a cocktail. <laughs> this is the Moonshine Epicac. Um, so a f the family turned to a friend by the name of, this name trips me up every time, James Johnston. Okay. If I say John Jameston, it's, you get it. Um. James and his wife uh, decided to stay the night at the family home and experience the phenomena firsthand. And James also experienced the paralysis in his jaw. Um, are they like the, uh, oh, wait, what are they called? Oh, man. The Warrens? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. Yeah. What's the I guy's name? Uh, Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, we definitely have seen paranormal things before <laughs> we know about ghosts one time we saw a large bird and they're like oh god you get it um, <laughs> you've seen the bird too didn't it just fly know. away <laughs> no just that guy? um so it was said that word spread of the spirit and people began to travel across the country to witness the spirit um I don't know if I mentioned it in here. So if I repeat myself, I'm so sorry. But Andrew Jackson was like obsessed with the cave. He was obsessed with this story. He said that like he would fight uh, a ton of wars before he ever stayed a night in the cave. He was. Yeah. You didn't learn about that in history class. Yeah, no, you didn't. He'd been hitting the epicac and gin too hard. No, I'm just kidding. Um. I hope someone's Googling when Epicac came to be. I mean, we can't. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So uh, after people had come to visit the spirit, it supposedly gained enough strength to speak. And um, 
It said its name was Kate, the Bell's Witch. So Katie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Katie. Just, it's like, what a, sorry to any of our Katie listeners. You know it's true. It's fine. That's why I don't go by my first name. I have so. Epicac information. Oh, yeah? Epicac started in Europe uh, in 1682. It was used to uh, successfully treat dysentery. Mm, was wow. it successful? Was it? Was it, though? I don't know. Maybe it just had them trip balls until they saw giant birds and dogs everywhere. I thought Epicac was so you threw up everything that was in your stomach. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe that caused, like, a euphoric high. I don't That's know. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> showing know. up and disappearing. I feel like I've had, it's not Epicac, but, oh, Castoria? Is that what it's called? Is that to get, peek your guts out? I think it's very similar. It tastes like shit. I know that. My mom made me take it every single time I was sick. It may not be called castor, but it's gross as fuck. Um, so, oh God, here we go. These damn names. Do we remember James Johnston? Yes. Okay, so John Johnston. <laughs> his brother? Yeah, his son. Uh, not to be confused with uh, John Bell or James Johnston. Uh, devised a test for the witch, questioning the entity, entity only something he would know. So he asked what, <laughs> what his Dutch step-grandmother would say to her slaves if they did something wrong. Um, supposedly the rich, the, the rich, <laughs> uh, the witch replied in her, in like the grandmother's accent, um, or step-grandmother and said, hut, hut, what has happened? So the spirit seemed to take a liking to Lucy Bell, which was one of the daughters. Yeah. Um, wait. Just kidding. Lucy was the wife. Um, my bad. Uh, and would tell her that she was the most perfect woman to walk the earth. And she would also sing hymnals to her and bring her fresh fruit. So this is like really sounding to me like everyone is taking the ghost at their own personal interpretation or which. So like the husband is like jealous of the daughter getting attention because I don't know, he's a man child. And so he's like, oh, my jaw hurts. And then like the mom is like, oh, well, she thinks I'm the most beautiful freaking woman on the world. You never bring me fruit, John. Um, sing me. Uh, I am a man of constant sorrow. Um <laughs> Well, that's going to be stuck in my head. You're welcome. Sneaky minks. All right. Um, so conflicting sources through the websites and everything that I read uh, claim that the spirit was respectful to John because of her admiration for Lucy, but most of them said that she intel intended to kill old Jack, which is what she called him, by way of curses, threats, and afflictions. Um, I'm going to go with, she probably hated his ass and wanted him dead. Um, it was also said that she was determined to stop Betsy, the daughter, from marrying a neighbor boy by the name of Joshua Gardner, who is a surprisingly easier name to say than John Johnson. Um, I definitely went to high school with a Joshua Gardner. One, I bet you did. And they're probably a distant relative. 
Yeah. Joshua. That would be crazy. Well, I don't think they wound up getting married. I forgot to write that down whether or not they did, but I'm pretty sure she broke off the engagement after John Bell was allegedly poisoned. (gasps) Can you believe? I know. On December 20th, 1820. And during the funeral, it was said that the entity could be heard laughing and singing about a bottle of brandy. No, what? Everyone in this story has no chill. No chill. Everyone's like, this ghost is here for me and me only. And then here's some brandy. That's my thing. I want to be that ghost when I grow up. Like, she sounds like the fun (laughs) drunk wine aunt. Like, oh, yeah, fun aunt. Like, she's a a closet lesbian. Like, (laughs) only into girls. Probably was an art teacher. Makes the man to draw her. Love it. Or paralyzed or whatever. The boob. Kills a man. Into that. <laughs> true. Into that. <laughs> so into man murder. It's true though. Um, yeah. So unfortunately that is like the sum up. Very short. But uh, of the Bell Witch. Um, yeah. I really just wanted to talk about my shitty experience again. Uh, no. I, I really like this story despite um how full of shit i think it is um i just also like witches so i'm always down to read about that and the fact that it's about a 45 minute drive for me is always just kind of a warm fuzzy feeling that maybe one day someone cool on it and they're on actual bell witch fest and i I can go celebrate aunt katie bell's witch Yeah, Boris. I'm sorry. He wants That's to just, go. I know. You want to take a trip? <laughs> and go on a car? No, he wants to be left alone, but his sister's poking him. <laughs> There's a door separating him, and he's still bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Me. But yeah, uh, I... Oh, wait. I figure since I wrapped this up kind of early... Sorry, everybody. Um, ooh, next will be history nerd shit, which will be the Carnton Plantation. Oh, shit. Plantation. Yeah. Jeez. I know. I'm very, I'm really excited about it, but just because plantations are always haunted as shit. Mm-hmm. It's because people are shitty to slaves. Yeah. It's because people had slaves. Let me backtrack. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's just no matter how nice you were to your slaves, really, like, at the end of the day. Yeah. Unless, like, like we're just Unless family. Set them free. <laughs> yeah. Like, the day you got them. I don't know. Yeah. Can you believe there's people, I guess I should save this for next episode, but there are people that believe that slavery was never a thing. That's called denial. (laughs) I'm like called denial and white privilege, and that is its own episode. (laughs) Like those damn Holocaust deniers. That does not make any (laughs) sense. What are you talking about? I know it's not you. I know it's real. Yeah. Like I know those people exist, but I would rather rather listen to flat earthers talk than true, honestly, because they're not hurting anyone or talking about the denial of <laughs> genocide 
Yeah. They're like, I those pictures they are t- totally faked. I wish they were just gadgetologists. Dude, honestly. So the moral of this episode is <laughs> if your jaw hurts, drink some epicag and gin and um, be no. nice to the witch that lives in your house. And become a gadgetologist, really. Eat, don't drink epicac. You won't have to worry about ghosts. I would rather you eat the lip scrub from Blank Slate Labs before you drink Epicac, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah. These are things we don't condone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I miss this podcast. I've been listening to other podcasts, and sometimes they sound so professional, even though, like, I've been listening to Trisha Paytas's Aww. podcast. Yeah, but she sounds so good. Her podcast is great. I wanted to talk about that in the fodder. I'll talk about it now. Post fodder. Um, fucking Corey Feldman has a documentary coming out on March eighth, oh. okay. where he he's gonna drop the name of him and Corey Hames rapists and uh, molesters. Whoa, what the fuck is up, Kyle? Wait, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm hype. I'm honestly thinking about paying twenty dollars for the ticket just to watch it. What is it gonna be in like a theater? No, he's this is so wild. It's gonna be like a pay-per-view event where he's like oh. live streaming the documentary. What? Um, yeah. It's the first time he's gotten permission from like I assume all of Corey Hames people. He yeah. said there's been two threats on his life already or attempts on his life. Even though it's not out. Yeah. Um, his wife cried on the damn podcast. Oh. Wait, she did Trisha like, Paytas have him on? Yes. Is that what's happening? Oh, yes. God. Is that all right. insane? Yeah, I'm going to listen. I thought she was just another <laughs> YouTuber that had a podcast interviewing other YouTubers. And I was like, everyone, like, love Grace Helbig and not too deep, but that's about it. And I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I even quit David DeBrick's podcast. Yeah, um, a lot of yelling. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. Fine. Fine. I'll check it out. Fine. Fine. You know what? Damn her. Fine. <laughs> I let. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I um, just like, I don't know. We love hate it. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like get this started. What, <laughs> can we do things we love hate this week? Because mine is definitely her. But her podcast, I will give it so many props because she talks about, uh, like, she's so open with like uh, the sex worker industry, um, mental health, um, healthy sex life, uh, just anything you want to talk about. She had a politician on her fucking uh, podcast recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's so wild that it's good. Like, I really did not expect it to be good, but yeah. She asks a lot of very interesting questions and she doesn't get, I mean, she talks very fast as is. She used to be one of the world's fastest talkers. So (laughs) like on the books. Yeah. 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 You can Google it. She was on Ellen for it. Yeah. That's funny. That makes sense. Look at that. Mm. But yeah. My hairdresser um, is obsessed with her and he's like, you know what? She's really smart. I know it. And I'm like, yeah, duh. Yeah, I hate to, hate to, yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. He's like, it's all a facade, and I'm like, yeah, most women are like that. <laughs> it's all a facade. No, she, yeah, she's got it down, the, but. The stupid, yeah, it's all. <laughs> her, uh, her Corey Feldman interview is very interesting, though, and I'm, I've always been a big Corey Feldman fan, and I know a lot of people think he is just bad shit crazy, but 
Um, he sounded very well spoken. He wasn't afraid to say his truths, if you will. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm not just like ready for him to drop the names, but with like with Harvey Weinstein getting fucking prosecuted. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Nah, we're done with this. Done with this. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see? You can cut this out. Did you ever see that Hotel Artemis movie with him and Jodie Foster? No. And like that guy from This Is Us, Brown. No. Cor- Courtney. Sterling Brown. Ha. Ha. ha! Names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I couldn't really tell what the movie was about, but I was like, oh my god, Court Feldman. Oh my god, Jodie Foster. Yeah. Love Jodie Foster. I know, right? Fuck me up, Jodie Foster. Love her. Jo- That's what I love. Hate. No, I don't hate Jodie Foster. <laughs> um, I love I hate, hate Jodie Foster. The new uh, Netflix, um, like, r- reality thing that they're doing. Like, I the watched circle. The Circle. I enjoyed it. I hate that I enjoyed it. I started Love is Blind, and it's so dumb. But I still Ooh. am almost done with it. There's more than just the circle. It's an it's a whole separate show, but it's called Love Is Blind, and it's weird. But whoa, whoa, yeah, I love hate reality TV. So I know like... that's that's pretty much what my thing is this week. But the Love Is Blind one, the two people essentially, they it's the first time they ever did it, obviously. So they're calling it an experiment, and out of like uh, like twelve potential couples, five of them got engaged. Before even, like, visually seeing the other person. What? Yeah, it's wild. But it's reality TV, so. Is it fake? Is it not fake? I don't know. But it's dramatic and, you know, distracting, just like we like. So, <laughs> just check it out. Love is Blind on Netflix if you want. That's your jam. I had, like, a perfect love-hate thing, like, today, and I can't remember what it is. So I'm, like, viciously trying to remember what I did today. Viciously. Did you walk to work? No, you drove. You drove in your no, car. Office is close. <laughs> office is close. You're at home. You I... ate some food. Do you love hate that your office is closed? Oh. <laughs> there you go. That might be it, actually, because <laughs> I am losing my mind. I haven't been outside since I went to vote yesterday. Well, I mean, I've been outside, but, like, not outside of the house and talking to people that aren't my husband. Like, Oh, I gotta, if the office is closed tomorrow, I'm gonna have to, like, go somewhere and do something because <laughs> I am extroverted as fuck. I almost invited you out on Tuesday, but then when they were like, don't drive, don't go anywhere, I was like, never mind. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I hope you get to leave your house. But also, how was it, how was it, uh, this kind of ties in with it, how was it being without, like, the bulk of technology like, like you guys were at without power for quite a bit i know that's not a blessing but no. i always kind of like those little mental breaks i guess um it's not good for an extrovert mm. Mm. <laughs> luckily i still had like cellular service and like could use my phone but like i drained my battery because i'm a child um I, I actually did get it to last the entire day but we were without power for 20 hours. It was fine. Um, so I was without power. My office was out without power. So I couldn't work, which sounds fun. But like I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't surf the internet. I couldn't listen to podcasts. 
couldn't listen to music. So I cleaned my house. Yep, and talked to myself. Clean your house to what? CDs? No, no you couldn't play CDs. <gasps> Silence. Ew. Yeah. Good for you. Good on you. It was you. wild. I didn't know what else to do. Jared had the car. I was like, tight. Everything in my fridge went bad. Aww. Fine. Aww. Our freezer lasted, though. So here's your fun fact of the day. Um, if you keep your fridge door closed after the power goes out, your fridge will stay good for four hours, about, depending on what you have in it. Um, and if your frid if your freezer is all the way full, it will stay cold for up to two days, which is great. Um, if it's halfway full, or any percentage of that, you get about 24 hours out of it. So the freezer was fine. But Do you know how many times my electric has gone out for more than four hours, and I have ate the food out of my fridge? That's wild. I was just sure probably at least ten times this year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'd be like, I'm taking a bet with this milk. No, I'm lactose intolerant, but I'm taking a bet with this soy milk. Um, yeah, like I always have stuff downloaded onto my phone so that I can listen to stuff if my power goes out. I usually have stuff downloaded onto my iPad and then I have like several battery backups. Yeah, I only had one and it only had one charge left in it. So I was like, better not do anything too bad with it. Um, and there are, like, places in Nashville that have, like, received notices from the electric company that says don't expect power in the next 10 days. So I was like, better play this safe. <laughs> but literally the minute Jeremiah walked home, walked in the door from coming home, the power came back on and I was like, I was by myself all day and you get power? <laughs> yeah, that's how my life is, usually. It's fine. I'm happy. I'm happy we have power. We got to cook food. Well, we have a gas stove. We could cook food anyway, but, like, I'm glad I could eat something other than ramen. So. Grill. We have an outdoor grill. That's smart. I mean, oh, shit. I've got one of those. Why did I not? I guess I didn't want to open the fridge to get the food out because I wanted to keep my fridge cold. I could have just pictured Sasha, though, like, grilling up. I know she doesn't eat a lot of meat, but for some reason I just pictured, like, Sasha just, like, sliding into this new life that she feels like she has to live so she just starts grilling like ribs and burgers and she's got a beer and a cigarette she's never smoked a cigarette in her life but she's smoking one and she's in a white beater and she's like hey y'all come on down get yourself some food yeah yeah i got a mom heart tattoo that i went down the street to get <laughs> Their power was out, but they had back by a guy in a lawn chair on the side of the road. Yeah. Well, that's the messed up thing. Across the street, they had power. Ooh, yeah. that's like my, just... at the end of my road. There's always power. It's just my road that goes out. It's so weird. And but there's still houses right now in our neighborhood that don't have power. It's like it just really depends on like what pole they were on. So crazy. Well, Cody, what do you love hate this week? Um, I'm just really bummed about the political discourse in this country. I'm Ugh. not sure why Elizabeth and Bernie aren't just running with it this year and killing everybody and being on a ticket together. Um, well, because you don't pick running mates until you win the nomination. Well, I know, but like it should be, it should be one of them in first and one of them in second. 
the oh, other the other people shouldn't even be an option and that's what I because like I I I canvassed my entire Facebook friends list and people don't talk about um who they support on Facebook because they don't want to argue with people and so I canvassed everybody and I got out of pretty much everybody who they were voting for and it was 100 percent uh Bernie and Liz with no uh other candidates so it really makes me mad because I'm like who 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 voted well, your for these Facebook people? friends might be more specifically aligned to your beliefs so. yeah well they say. might be they might be I'll... but like you I have a ton of a ton of people in Sevier County voted for Bernie and Liz a ton like yep. a ton and and it shocked me because this isn't a progressive area yeah. at all and, and I'm just like, what, like, we've endured so much politically the last, like, four years. Like, what, like, why? Like, why do we have to put up with Joe? Why do we have to put up with Mike? Why do we, why? And I, I Mike dropped out already. So he just, like, came in and spoiled Super Tuesday and spent $500 million and then left. But the reason they're attributing the reason why he didn't get higher on the ballot was because fucking Liz destroyed him at that debate. Right. And she should have. Did you guys see that uh see that meme when Mitt Romney lost the election and it said most expensive job interview ever? <laughs> That's all I oh can my think God. of. When Mike, Mike Bloomberg, Bloomberg dropped out, I was like, <laughs> most expensive interview ever. Well, no, I, mean, I saw that meme way back when, when oh. old Mitty. Gotcha, gotcha, but gotcha. every time that happens with a politician and they drop, like, how much money they're spending, I'm just like, oh, boy, here we go again. Like, like, go actually help people, and then you might actually get votes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you spent half that money, like, helping someone. Yeah. And then the other half running and probably won. Right. Like, it's just absolutely insane. And I just, I don't even get it. I don't even get it. So this is where we are again. Can't wait for November. We're we're old people (laughs) are deciding our lives for us and we can't do anything about it. Um, So if you're listening to this and you're in a state that hasn't voted yet, you better fucking vote and drag everyone you know out. Vote. I just vote we do a cage match. You can bring one weapon in, but it can't be a gun. <laughs> and we just let them go. I feel like the coronavirus is going to break before, like, a big batch of states come, and they're going to be, like, telling people to stay home. And so like, maybe the maybe the old people will stay home, and the young oh, people no. will be like, the young people will be like, well, we're going to die of, like, global warming and climate change anyway. <laughs> so we might well just suck it up and go out and vote you know yeah here's something crazy to me eight percent of the iranian parliament their governmental body has the coronavirus what happened (laughs) wash your hands oh my god i I don't know happy birthday to myself twice it is long what when you wash your hands, you're supposed to sing happy oh. birthday. <laughs> I was like, did I miss your birthday? What in the <laughs> world? I was like, there's no way. It's still coming up. I know it. And I was like, oh, God. 
Oh, you God. read an article where like Mike Pence supposedly shook like a student's hand or something or was around people in Florida with the coronavirus? Uh, that would just be sweet justice if he got coronavirus because I would like kidnap him and be like, the only way to get rid of it is electroshock therapy. They Sorry. <laughs> took a picture of them in yes. like, the status room and they're praying for a cure. I saw that. That's how it that works. Great. Nailed it. How I'm else do you think it. the scientists know what they're doing? This is where we're at. Epic Pack really and Jen. <laughs> I have the cure, everybody. I've figured it out. Zepakak and Jin, just take a shot and you'll be good. No coronavirus. I was thinking that here. the whole time you were talking, I was like, she just discovered the cure to the coronavirus. But no, in all seriousness, listen to um, this podcast will kill you on the coronavirus because it's no. really, yeah, do it. It's really I mean, yes, but... informational, like really no. good. <laughs> no, I... it's not scary. Okay. I didn't expect it to be. They're very fact-based people. It's really reassuring and really nice. And actually, like, every common cold is called the coronavirus. So, like, it's just the strain is, like, more severe. Um, So, like, don't freak out and just listen to that. And just wash your hands. And it'll be okay. Also, Lysol kills the coronavirus in 30 seconds. It says so on the bottle. So on the bottle. Maybe not that strain of it. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? It's better than trying to pray it away. Yeah. All right, every way. Oh, every way? Every way. I just learned how much I touch my face. It's a lot. Same. Same. Oh, and you've got a kiddo in public school. Fuck that. Yeah, it's all right. Ideal. I mean, I'm sure you're going to be fine because... It's also just, like, people, like, it's all statistics manipulation at this point. Yes. So everyone's, like, everyone in Korea has the virus or whatever, like, the infection rate is so high, and it's because they're testing everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. That's the thing I love about stats. In order to get tested, you have to have been out of the country to an affected area or been in direct contact with someone with it before they that you that knew they had it before they'll test you. But yet the people that are getting it like they can't figure out how they got it. So they're surprise they touched a handrail on a door <laughs> or and money. then touched their eye. Oh, I love it. You I don't love know it. the person that gives you every disease. If I, I did, it. I'd have a lot more bodies under my belt. <laughs> <laughs> I hate getting sick. <laughs> FYI. Same. I can't afford that shit. Nobody can. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't pray away your Monday blues with murder blows. I like some of that stuff with gin. Mostly gin. Ipcac. Ipcac. Bye. Bye. Bye.